Welcome to Leveling Up, your Skills for Success podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Mealy Holmes, and thanks for joining me today. Leveling Up is a series that spotlights the nine skills for success to help you increase your professional and personal growth. This podcast is a workplace education Manitoba project funded by the Government of Canada and the Manitoba government. Throughout this journey, I, along with career and employment subject matter experts, will discuss personal experiences and present newly created tools and time-tested resources that will inspire and affirm your curiosity. Look for real and actionable strategies supporting you in realizing your individual goals and successes. The adventure is just beginning, so please join me weekly on Leveling Up, your Skills for Success podcast. Hello, and welcome to Leveling Up, your Skills for Success podcast. I'm Carrie Mealy Holmes. On a previous episode, we took a look at some of the skills for success you can use to help support your team and the people you serve. Today, we are doing a deeper dive on the valuable skill of adaptability. In a world that's constantly in unrest, where technology evolves at an unprecedented pace, and where unforeseen challenges can arise in the blink of an eye, adaptability has become more than just a buzzword. It's a survival skill, a key to thriving in the diverse environment of our workplaces. Let's begin by defining what adaptability really means in the workplace. It's not just about embracing change. It's about navigating it with finesse. It's the ability to adjust to new conditions, to learn new skills, and to find innovative solutions when faced with the unexpected. We consider, too, the amount of diversity in the workplaces. We are seeing up to something like six generations. We have perhaps never seen that before. Not to mention culturally diverse workplaces, as well as other ways we identify gender, sexual orientation, as well as worldviews. There is a need or even a responsibility to be adaptable when it comes to working with people. It takes a ton of self-awareness to help us understand how we behave, how we learn, make decisions, and interact with others in order to be able to adjust and respond to the people we work with. Adaptability is a skill, and that's the good news, because it means we can do something about it and we can get better. Adaptability helps with the inevitable, change. So think about the last time you were confronted with a major change at work. Perhaps it was a new technology or reorganization or a shift in company strategy. How did you react? Did you resist or did you see it as an opportunity to grow? Many of the people you serve have already demonstrated adaptability. In our province, we have many new Canadians who have had some major changes to be here. You can build on these experiences to help people see how adaptability has brought them to this point. When we consider adaptability at work, we need to include the ability to shift our expectations with ease, which isn't always easy. The reality is, is that our workplaces are in a constant state of evolution. Jobs that were once considered secure are now being automated and entire industries are transforming before our eyes. In such a landscape, those who can adapt quickly not only survive, but often thrive. Now, let's explore why adaptability is more critical than ever. 
In the past, employees were often hired for their specific expertise in a particular field. While expertise is still essential, the ability to adapt is equally, if not more, crucial. Consider this, the average person today will change careers multiple times in their life. The jobs of tomorrow might not even exist yet. So how do you prepare for a future that is uncertain? And the answer lies in being adaptable. And like I mentioned before, building on the prior experiences that people have had, even if they seem to not be work-related. Adaptable individuals possess a growth mindset. They see challenges as opportunities to learn and grow rather than insurmountable obstacles. They understand that the skills that got them here may not be the same ones that will take them further. Carol Dweck introduces this concept in her book, Growth Mindset. She has said, quote, you don't know what your abilities are until you make a full commitment to developing them. You try something, it doesn't work, and maybe people even criticize you. In a fixed mindset, you say, I tried this, it's over. In a growth mindset, you look for what you've learned, unquote. So how do we cultivate adaptability? It starts with a willingness to step outside of our comfort zones. It's about being open to new ideas, perspectives, and methodologies. It's about continuous learning and a commitment to personal and professional development. In an article on the comfort zone by Psychology Today, they said, the comfort zone is a behavioral state within which a person operates in an anxiety neutral condition, using a limited set of behaviors to deliver a steady level of performance, usually without a sense of risk. Now, within the comfort zone, there isn't much incentive for people to reach new heights of performance, right? It's here that people go about routines devoid of risk causing their progress to plateau. And thanks Psychology Today for that great insight. It goes on to talk about the comfort zone and how we exit it. We need to pass through the fear zone and learning zone to get to the growth zone. So from comfort zone to growth zone, imagine if we could impart that idea in every workplace. Too often, people become comfortable in their discomfort and fail to make changes necessary to get to the growth zone. And gosh, can you blame us? We're wired to avoid fear. It makes sense that adaptability could raise some red flags. But if we see it as growth, perhaps we would jump at the chance to dance around with adaptability a bit more often. Today's truth is that companies that prioritize adaptability often foster a culture that encourages experimentation. They embrace failure as a stepping stone to success and reward employees for taking calculated risks. After all, innovation rarely comes from playing it safe. A few things that can help build and flex our adaptability muscles include the following. Number one, being responsive to new information. I'm just going to leave that with you for a moment. Sometimes there's a period of denial when we hear new information. It's not uncommon for us to think, no, that can't be. But wait. (laughs) And it's not always that we are resistant to the change, but that we need time to sit with it. And of course, see how it may affect our current situation. And then like uh, comfort zone much? (laughs) Number two is, as part of change, be open to considering new roles and responsibilities. 
way too often, we think we need to climb that corporate ladder. But have we considered a lateral move? Take that ladder and just turn it on its side. Or for many new Canadians, as an entire shift from the work life that they may have been used to in their country of origin. I met a lady recently who I was so incredibly impressed and humbled by. Someone who has yards of education, training, and experience in a few fields, and who was born in Canada. She's also found herself in a very difficult situation, and as a result, has hit the reset button on her life. She's building a new career at middle age from the ground up, shifting industries, and taking her past life and totally revamping a new one. And admittingly, it isn't easy. So often we define who we are by what we do. Isn't that one of the first things we ask someone when we meet them? So Dan, what do you do? And perhaps it's an easy way for us to move through the world. Oh, you're a teacher. Hmm. Okay. And that may take us to an image that maybe is not so great from a previous experience. Like that time your Aunt Carol was your substitute French teacher and your whole class was awful to her. Uh, Well, maybe that was just me. (laughs) We judge people based on their role at work. But wouldn't it be cool if we suspended that judgment for just a bit for ourselves and for others and consider being open to new roles and responsibilities? Number three says commit to personal development. Many times as a trainer, I've heard, well, this is the first time I've taken training because no one ever told me to before. Or, well, if I'm not getting paid, then I'm not interested. Personal development keeps us fresh. It gives us an advantage, even if that advantage is maybe not getting bored. I remember hearing about someone taking a cake decorating class in the evening. Did they work as a baker? No, but they found something they were interested in and went for it. Our personal development keeps us from getting old and dusty. And in the rate of change that we are at in this world, having a deep commitment to personal development also keeps us agile. Number four, determine what is in your control and what is not. Oh my gosh, this is one that's, you know, as a self-professed control freak, I need to keep front and center. Sometimes we can find it easier to remind others of this. So keeping in mind when we're supporting others entering into the workforce or making big career changes, that there's a measure of feeling really ungrounded. And when humans feel ungrounded, they often hit that flight, fight, freeze, or fawn response. And be aware of this so that you can help support your client, help them recognize what is in their control and what isn't. And number five, volunteer to join a team on a new project. Sometimes it can be easy to lose motivation for a variety of reasons. Getting re-engaged at work can help us stay flexible when it comes to changing events. And that's the beauty of the skill of adaptability. It means we are getting better at finding like-minded growth mindset individuals, and that can make all the difference. I remember hearing that change is learning. And if we could see learning as this opportunity to approve that maybe we would be less afraid of change. And let's face it, some of us do embrace change. Well, especially when we can see the benefit. Those of us who are more skeptical may have to gently approach change. The truth is, in workplaces, we are always facing some type of change. It could be strategic, operational, cultural, or political. 
helping folks to see and identify the type of change that they are going through can be beneficial. It's like organizing a closet. It may be messy once we get things going, but once they're organized, we can see more clearly and get to the work of getting to work. And when we bundle adaptability with the skill of success of collaboration, really cool things happen. Think of it this way. Adaptability is not just an individual trait. It's a collective strength. Teams that can adapt together are more resilient and innovative. They navigate change with cohesion, supporting each other through the ups and downs. Really, adaptability is the cornerstone of success in the contemporary workplace. It's not just a skill that's nice to have. It's a skill that's essential for thriving in the face of uncertainty. And for those of us supporting people entering the workforce or changing jobs, we have the opportunity to promote this skill. Think of how far someone has come already. So whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting your career, remember your ability to adapt will determine the trajectory of your ever-evolving workplace. Join us next time on Leveling Up Your Skills for Success podcast for more insights and strategies to navigate the ever-changing landscape of the modern workplace. Thank you for joining me today. I'm your host, Carrie Neely-Holmes.